Hello and welcome to another edition of the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast, a place to swing by for a brief moment for some stories or news and things to ponder. It's a place to take a small pause from your busy life. So grab yourself some coffee or a mug of tea or a pop as we like to call it here in the North Country and kick back for a moment. Take a breather. We have three dogs that live with us. All have very distinct personalities and habits. Some people refer to their pets as fur kids. We more or less just call them our dogs. But deep down, each one has captured our hearts in their own unique and special way over the years. I like to work with dogs and train them to have jobs around the house, a way for them to feel needed and a way for us to think that they're kind of earning their keep. Each dog has a job around us, and they've been pretty reliable in fulfilling their duties. For Zoe, our five-year-old lab, it's to help pick up the house every day. Being a retriever, it's been pretty easy to have her fetch stuff off the floor. Each morning, she'll gather up the dog dishes after the three of them eat. She'll bring them to me, and I'll put them up until next time. Or she'll bring me the laundry on the floor. If we are being really helpful... I'll have her put it in the wash machine. She'll also take clothes from the dryer. She was even taught to open the fridge and fetch a bottle of water. But I put the kibosh on that when she started bringing me salami instead. Max is our three-year-old lab poodle cross, a labradoodle, an expensive name for a mixed-breed mutt in the designer dog world. But Max lives up to his mutt upbringing. He likes to roll in manure when available, and he drinks from the toilet, and he'll eat anything that isn't a green pepper. Max is my partner. He's been taught how to brace when I'm trying to get up with my arthritic back and leg, and I'm trying to get up off the couch or the chair. He'll come over and plant himself sideways in front of me, and I'll hold his back as he walks to boost me up. He has done a great job helping me. He's 80 pounds of muscle and agility and just knows what's expected of him. And then there's our 11-year-old Australian Shepherd, Rainy. She has a work ethic that any employer would be excited to have working for them. I trained her with the help of some professional trainers giving me tips to be a hearing dog for my best half. She was trained to alert him to people calling his name by slapping his left thigh with her paw. This would alert him to say, show me, which would put her in a trot back to whomever was calling for him. She would go and sit by that person. This has always come in handy when I'm at the opposite side of the house needing assistance. I could use a bullhorn and yell through it and would never get a response. But just a slapping paw on his leg and my best half comes running to see what's up. One time when Rainy was being a little too rambunctious in the house, I decided to have her work off some of her energy and put her through her paces. I told her to get David, which was the cue to go slap his thigh. The moment I said it, she bolted to the family room, hopped over this five-foot love seat that was kind of dividing the room. Remembering she wasn't allowed on the furniture in midair, she twirled and turned her body, so she landed on the floor right next to his left leg. The look of horror on his face as she was flying through the air and he was taking a sip of coffee is priceless. She gave him a hearty swat with her paw. And he asked her to show me, and off she ran, hopping once again over the love seat and into the room where I was. She did a sliding sit in front of me and waited until he got to me. 
Like I said, there are many employers who would give a fortune to have such an enthusiastic employee. Over the past 10 years, Rainey has been by my best half side out in public when I wasn't with him. She'd alert him to cars coming up behind him in parking lots, and she saved that guy's bacon many times over. I'm the first to admit that Rainey was way more patient with his deafness than I have ever been. The two of them together have a bond that can only be described as best friends. For the past year or so, Rainey has slowed down and semi-retired from role as hearing dog. She's happy to sleep 23 out of 24 hours of the day as she has aged. We learned a while ago that Rainey had a tumor that was growing fast, and now it's about the size of a basketball. It's consuming about half of her body. While it wasn't bothering her much before, lately it's starting to affect her breathing and ability to be comfortable. The tumor is also pressing on nerves on her leg, and so she started to struggle with walking. The other day, Rainey's human came home from work and sat down at the kitchen table. As usual, Rainey came over for her usual scruff and then went to lay down near his feet. After a few seconds of silence, he said he thought it was time to put Rainey down before she's suffering too much. He didn't want her last days to be gasping for air or in severe pain. So he called the vet and scheduled a time she would come out in a few days and put our little Rainey down. What could I say? He was right in the decision, but still it sucked having to make that decision. Wednesday morning came and the vet called to say she was on her way and would be there in 15 minutes. We both went outside with Rainey and sat on the steps with her between us. Although we both had said our goodbyes in our own way, the tears started coming down my cheeks as I went over to the vet's truck to talk to her. Rainey and her best friend just sat on the step with Rainey on his lap. We were losing our beloved Rainey in a matter of minutes. My tears were now flowing freely. The vet and her assistant came up to the step where Rainey was tucked between us and trembling and growling, which was something she never did. She knew. Tears were coming down at an outpouring by this time, at least from me. I looked over at my best half holding Rainey and saw his jaw set tight, but there was so much sadness in his eyes. After several minutes of the vet quietly talking to Rainey as they both sat on the concrete sidewalk, she finally walked over to the vet and let her pet her. She continued to talk softly and gently and told us what she would be doing, all the while stroking Rainey gently. She explained that she would give Rainey a sedative injected into her hip to completely sedate her, and then she would give a final injection that would end Rainey's life. We both were pretty speechless and just nodded our heads to go ahead and do it. Within a few minutes of the first injection, Rainey laid her head down and was peacefully unconscious. The vet then administered the second injection, and after a few more minutes, our sweet girl took her final breath. We just sat next to her and just held her. We all sat there for a few more minutes, and then it was time to bring her to her resting place a grave under the pines where she'd always go and dig and sniff around. It was morning and the sun shined down on that site. The vet and her assistant offered to help carry Rainey to her grave, and we let them as both of us were needing that support at the moment. They helped us lay her gently in the ground and were willing to help bury her, but we knew we had to do that ourselves, if nothing else, just to put closure on everything. 
After hugs and condolences from the vet, she got in her truck and they drove off down the driveway. For a few minutes, we just stood there in silence and were in our own thoughts. We then covered Rainey's grave and went inside. Once inside, Rainey's best friend sat down and finally let out his grief and sadness, and he cried. He had had ten years of Rainey close by his side, alerting him to cars coming up behind him and leaping and bounding over furniture when I called for him at the other end of the house, and evenings lately where she spent lying next to his feet or with her head on his lap. Rainey had taken her job as hearing dogs seriously up until her last breath. She did her job faithfully and was a loyal best friend to all of us, but especially for the one who needed her ears and wet nose to help him through a loud world. Run free, swim, and wait for us until we meet again, old girl. Thanks for listening to the Solid Rock Minnesota podcast. Time is precious, and we're very grateful and appreciate the time you have taken to give us a listen. If you'd like more information about Solid Rock Minnesota, or you'd like to hear some of our other podcasts, you can find them, along with our blog and Monday morning music, at our website, www.solidrockminnesota.com. You can also contact us there if you'd like your free Solid Rock Minnesota bumper sticker. Just message us a place to send it, and we'll pop it in the mail. Until next time, may you be filled with life, love, laughter, family, and friends, people who truly know you. Many blessings.